Well, what's good, everybody? Welcome to part two of our conversation of six different social media post types that actually work. I would encourage you, if you have not listened to part one yet, make sure you go back and listen to that episode. Or you know what? No, listen to this episode, then go back and listen to part one because both episodes have great content, three in this post, three in the last post of different social media post types that actually work. But before we jump into the conversation, I want to let you know that today's episode of the Small Church Media Podcast is sponsored by Tithely. And just so you know, this is the final episode that is being sponsored by Tithely. And I want to thank them for their support of the show over here over the last handful of months. Now, Tithely has created some amazing church-focused softwares to help churches manage their databases, their giving, and their communication. So check them out and see what they can do for your church by clicking either the link in the short notes or going to smallchurch.media forward slash Tithely. So let's jump into it. Here's the final three different social media post types that actually work for your church social media. I can't talk well today. We're going to see what happens. (laughs) You guys ready? Let's get it. This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. Well, what is up, everybody? Man, I cannot talk at all in that intro. In between recording episodes, I record them the same day. Uh, Today is my birthday, so I got my Starbucks here, um, and it's really thick and milky. So uh, I got the caramel brulee latte, but I'm a big Breve fan over latte. In other words, instead of using milk, you use half and half, and there's caramel and espresso and all that good stuff. But it kind of messes up my speaking voice a little bit, I guess. So we're just going to roll with it. We're just going to see what happens. Well, last week we had a really, well, it wasn't really as fast punch as what I was hoping to to keep under 10 minutes. But that's the goal again today to get through the final three of the different well, I guess three of six different social media post types that actually work. So just to recap, last week we talked about posts for engagement, we talked about posts for familiarity, and we talked about posts for your ministry highlights. And today, we're going to talk about posts for education and teaching, posts for events, and posts for upcoming Sunday. So let's start with posts for educating or education and teaching. The idea with this type of post is using your social media platform as another tool and method and way to actually educate your church people. A handful of months ago, we were talking about why you should create a podcast for your church. And one of the reasons and one of the main things that I was trying to lean into in those conversations is in podcasting, you can have a whole nother element and dynamic to your teaching ministry for your church because you can spend more time doing different types of services content prep or behind the scenes of the sermon or different types of Q&As or different, oh goodness, man, you could even have conversations just about hot topic issues in your society and culture. And if you have not listened to those episodes about how to start a podcast for your church and why you should and why it's actually the modern Sunday school class, go back into the archives a little bit and make sure you find that episode. But so many times, one of the greatest ways you can actually grow your social media after you start creating the engagement type posts that we talked about last week and now that people 
people are officially engaged with your social media, they're going to start seeing more of the different just regular types of posts that you put. And one of the best types of posts that I think churches can create for people to follow along with are actually posts for educating and teaching your people. Now, this could be quotes from a sermon that you preach, or in fact, um, they've done a study recently of the best types of Facebook posts you should be creating, and they actually have found, and Carrie Newoff has mastered this, of start creating Facebook posts that are have no pictures, no colored backgrounds, but it's just general, just typed out text. You could do different points from your sermon of, hey, here's the four reasons why we know Jesus rose again from the dead, and just go boom, 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 right there on your social media posts. Or you can do engagement posts with the same time a type of text as well. But you can repurpose the sermon content that you have already have been using and studying and preparing for a sermon all week long and turn those into different types of teaching resources on your social media. And you might be thinking, okay, Mark, so if I just say last week on our sermon or like this past week during our sermon, we learned about these different things, people aren't going to listen. Well, to be honest with you, during your actual sermon, they probably didn't listen. So it's always good to double punch them with the same type of content you have already created. But instead of saying, hey, this past week or this upcoming week, don't talk about that at all. Just create good teachable content that you can put inside of your social media posts from your sermons. Or you could also create graphics that have different types of teaching uh, prompts, so to speak, of where you actually write out an actual question on this actual social media post. And then in the description of that picture, you can then give the full answer to what that question actually is inside of the post. Uh, Two weeks ago, we also talked about how video was gonna be king going into 2023. And so maybe you could do something where you have a whole bunch of different questions that people have asked you and you simply just, I mean, you could prep for it or whatever and like stage it, I guess, but just literally write down questions on a sheet of paper, put up your phone and then just pull out a sheet of paper and say, hey, this question says, um, what is the best way to evangelize to a Muslim neighbor? And you just give the answer right there in a short 60 second video format. You do that over the course of an entire, I, I, shoot, you could do that during a lunch period and have 10 different videos ready to go for your social media. But you need to start thinking of your social media platform as the extension for your teaching platform. In fact, there are a great many different social media accounts. And, and I'm gonna primarily lean into the Instagram for this one because last week we talked about Facebook a um, lot. But if you wanna learn about how you can create different types of education and educational and teaching types posts for your social media, I wanna check, I wanna encourage you to go to the show notes. I have three three different Instagram accounts there that you can view and then just see what types of posts they create. Uh, The first one is Catechesis Books. She makes some of the best carousel type educational posts I have ever seen. Um, Follow Radicals, another one from David Platt Ministries. He hits every single platform or every single different ministry, uh, what sort, I'm trying to say, not ministry type, a different type of teaching type of post you could ever think of on his platform, such as teaching reels from his actual sermons or just him standing in front of a camera, different carousels of answering different questions or just a question and he answers it right there inside of the caption. And another one you could follow is Brady Shear over on Instagram. He probably has the best reels uh, presence, I would say, for, for church media, where it's literally just Q&A, where it doesn't even have to be church media related. He literally will just 
reach off screen and pull in a sheet of paper, you know it's staged, 100%. And he pulls off a sheet of paper, and then that question flashes on the screen, and then he just answers it in about 30 seconds to 60 seconds, and that's a social media content. If you start creating social media type, uh, social media posts that are intentionally designed to educate and teach people, now all of a sudden you have another teaching platform where people may not engage with your social media posts as much, but you may be shocked about how many times people now start sharing your posts and resources because you're providing them great content that they want other people to learn as well. So post type number four is post for education and teaching. The fifth different type of social media posts that you should be creating for your church social media are posts for your events. Now, I want to flat out just say this and just call a spade a spade, okay? So you got to make sure your church social media is not just a bulletin board for the upcoming events that you have going on in your church. However, you should be creating social media posts for the events that are coming up. You should be creating actual events inside of Facebook that people can say that they're interested in or that they're coming for with all of the different information. You can create graphics for this event so that way you can put it on Instagram and Facebook. And in fact, if you create these different types of events on Facebook or create these posts for Instagram and Facebook to tell people about what events you have going on, not just an invite to like an event for a Christmas service or Christmas Eve service, I'm talking about a full-scale event, whether a block party or a, um, a, a, goodness, I mean, block party is probably the biggest one we did every single year as a church. Um, we also did a mini, um, well, I guess you can call it Battle of the Bands, where we just had a bunch of local bands come and play for just out on the church property, and we invited people to that. We had food truck vendors one time. We've done so many different things. I mean, goodness, even VBS, for crying out loud, where you create these different types of events. You create graphics and posts for that. Oh, hog roast. We also did hog roast. That was super fun. And then we created a page on our church website where people can then register to attend to that separate event. And now, all of a sudden, we're not just using our church social media to say, hey, we have an event going on, we have an event going on, but we're using social media well to A, create different types of events that community people can find. We're doing different graphics that people are engaged with, links to grab people's information to quote unquote pre-register for the event. But I do want to say this is the best type of Instagram and Facebook post that you should throw money at and start creating ads and boosting these posts in your local community. If you want to learn more about how to boost different social media posts just to engage your community, go back an entire year year in our archive. I'll include the links in our show notes as well, where we talk about how to use Facebook ads to promote your Christmas services. So, so far, oh, we had 10 minutes right now. So, so far, we've talked about posts for educating your people and teaching. We've also talked about posts for upcoming events. And then last and not least, a social media post type that actually works is posts for the upcoming Sunday service. Now, this is not just a picture of your church and sanctuary and say, hey, um, we hope you actually want to come to our church because we know that just throwing this on social media, you're just going to want to show up. That never works, guys. No, no, I want you to start creating engaging posts for your Sunday morning services to invite people into it. Maybe, and don't have all this in one post, do different posts for each one, where maybe you're talking about a new sermon series that's coming up and why people should engage with it, but then also have a landing page on your website where you explain what that series is so you can send people over there. Maybe talk about your worship set and what songs you're gonna be singing to get people a little hyped up about what worship songs they're gonna be singing at church that Sunday. And even a good one is to share a YouTube 
YouTube video of maybe an upcoming song that you're singing that week just to get people starting to actually learn the song before they even walk in. Maybe you can have a video for your children's director about what the kids will be learning at their uh, at children's church. Maybe you have an upcoming baptism that you're going to talk about. And you can talk about why you do baptism and why people should engage with the service. And then even if you have something, what we call this at our church is um, sacred communion. Maybe you call it the Eucharist or just communion, the Lord's Supper, whatever you want to do. It's such a great opportunity to say, hey guys, this week we're going to be partaking in the Lord's Supper at our church. And here's what this means. And just like that, your face is on social media. You're talking about what's happening in the Sunday morning service. And you're also teaching. And you're also then creating a way for people to get familiar with you as the pastor. Each one of these social media posts, if you can, or social media post types, I should say, if you can figure out how to weave them in and out of each other, you can be sure that people will actually engage with these social media posts. Because at the end of the day, we got to remember the truths about social media, which we talked about in a couple different weeks ago. And I want to revisit those here before we end this episode. So the truths about social media that we talked about uh, four episodes ago, three episodes ago, Three, four episodes ago, the first one that we have to know is there's four different truths about social media. Number one is video is king. So as many times as you possibly can, use video for social media. Remember that we're on a pay-to-play platform, and many times we're only going to see a 1% or 2% engagement rate of whatever posts that we post. So how do you beat that? How do you bust that algorithm? And how do you actually get people to see more of your posts rather than just one or 2%? Create engagement level types posts that you can actually have your church people interact with, engage with, and make sure you talk about it from the pulpit. I mean, I'm just gonna keep beating that drum. Talk about from the pulpit. Number three, the truth is that social is an entertainment first type platform. If you can create different types of content that people will engage and quote unquote be entertained with, which means is they're coming there for a reason to interact with your stuff, the higher engagement rate you will actually find. So if you're creating educational posts and teaching type series and in videos about reels, about different Q&As that you have, you're now creating entertainment, a scary word for churches to use but we're just going to use it. You can actually entertain people while they're on your social media platform with good, solid, holistic content. But then the fourth truth that we just need to remember about social media is, you ready? It's important, but again, not essential. I want to challenge you to make sure that your Facebook page, uh, not your Facebook, I just lied. Let's back that up. I want to challenge you to make sure that your website is in order before you go super hard into social media. Make sure your church management software is in a place where you can actually make sure you follow up with people when they show up into your church and that your touch points are there with emails and texts and letters and phone calls and all that kind of fun stuff. But remember, social media, yes, is important. And if you're going to be there, I want to make sure you're creating different types of social media posts that actually work. But remember, it's not essential. Once you get those essential building blocks in place, then you can use social media to build this amazing digital ministry for your church. Pair that with podcasting, and just like that, you have an amazing digital ministry going into 2023. So to land this episode, I just want to refresh and say the six different social media post types that actually work again, and we're going to end the end. We're going to... Back that up. We're going to end the episode. Sound good? All right, here you go. So here's the six different social media post types. Number one is posts that are engagement only. 
They could be silly, stupid questions like, what's your favorite ice cream? What's your favorite breed of dog? But the idea is so people can actually engage with those posts. Number two is posts for familiarity, for people to get familiar with the church staff, church volunteers, meet new people, interact with new people, and just get familiar with people in your church. Number three is posts of and posts for ministry highlights and lean into how those ministries actually um fulfill the mission and vision of your church. Number four we talked about in this episode is posts for education and teaching. Number five is posts for your events. And last and certainly not least, posts for your upcoming Sunday service. Well, guys, that's another episode of the Small Church Media Podcast. I hope you had an absolutely great Christmas time with your church family, but we're not slowing down, guys. Going into 2023, we have a new sponsor on board. You'll hear all about them next week as we continue our conversation on how to keep using social media to continue to grow our churches, both not just grow it numerically, but grow the faith of our congregation as well. If you have a question that you would like me to answer specifically regarding social media or anything regarding church social our church, uh, let's just say church media life in general, don't hesitate to email me at hello at smallchurch.media with your, no, not, not, yeah, yeah, hello, hello at smallchurch.media, or you can go to smallchurch.media forward slash help. That's another place you can do it as well. But if this episode has been encouragement to you, or you think another small church could benefit from this episode and last week's episode, please, please, please share this episode with that person. And don't forget to subscribe, not subscribe anymore, just follow, follow on Spotify, follow on Apple Podcasts, and make sure you leave a rating and review wherever you can so we can continue to grow our amazing family here on the Small Church Media Podcast. Come back next week, same time, same place, and I hope you guys have a great end of your 2022, but make sure you come back at 2023 for the next episode of the Small Church Media Podcast. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.